This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers. I am your host, Tony Ruggiero, here on the Dew Sweeper Lesson Tee, as I am each and every week. And every week, we're bringing you the best experts from around the world of golf. And as we've been doing for the last several months, the Dew Sweepers Golf Show is also my podcast, The Tour Coach, which our guests experts, roundtable discussions that come from my travels. Uh, If you know me or you follow me in the world of golf, you know that, look, I'm on the road all the time, 20-some weeks a year, and these are the conversations, um, the people that I meet, the players that I meet, their experiences, their information are brought to you in a format to help you understand the game better, help you understand how to play the game better, help you understand how to work on the game better. All of the information you need to get better is available for you here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show and the Tour Coach Podcast. Before we get into the tip of the week, uh, I've got to do every as I do each and every week. I always, you know, when I research this before I do it, I like, you know, I look for things and I look through things and, you know, read through Twitter different. And, and look, there's so much stuff out there and in golf. It's crazy. There's so much content out there there's so much stuff and you don't know like you don't know who to believe you don't know like which golf instructor or which piece of information is really good you have no clue right we get people that stumble in here all the time and they're man i've been watching this thing on instagram or i've been watching this thing on youtube and man i've gotten worse and and so it's so hard to decipher like what's really good information well you know i was going through instagram and i was going and different things and, and legal services i'm convinced are exactly the same way, same thing as golf instruction. Like if you Google one thing, you get these things popping all the time up about, you know, this is the biggest firm, this is that, you need this, da-da-da-da-da, right? Like let's – but when you pick a lawyer, it should be just like picking golf instruction. You want to go to who has the most resources, okay, who's got the most behind them, who's got the most help, who's got the best experts – well, that's Taylor Martino and Rowan. Who's got the most wins? Who who wins the most for their clients? Who has the, uh, you know, who recovers the most for their clients? Just like when you're picking a golf teacher, you want to go to like whose students have done the best, who's helped the most people win, who's gotten people the most to the tour, who's gotten the most juniors to college, who's gotten the most people around here to lower their handicap. Well, that's the dew sweepers, right? But when it comes to winning legal cases, it's Taylor Martino and our friend Ed Rowan. So if you're picking a golf instructor, come see the Dew Sweepers. But if you need an attorney, you need Taylor, Martino, and Rowan at 251-433-3131. That's 251-433-3131. There's nobody better than Taylor, Martino, and Rowan. I'm telling you, they're the very best. Very, very best out there. Uh, They're going to win the case. They're going to get you what you're entitled to. And there's nobody that works harder on your case or on their golf game than our friend Ed Rowan. So Taylor Martino and Rowan at 433-3131. Make sure you go visit them. And also, I always thought this was just kind of cool because, like, you can't necessarily do this with golf, but you go on their website and you can select the chat button and start chatting with somebody right there 
a real person about your case, about what to expect, you know, all of that stuff and get some help and find out, hey, are they the right people? So Taylor, Martino and Rowan, 433-3131. Uh, you got the tour championship this week, big week. Once again, congrats to Lucas Glover, longtime friend, former student on making it to East Lake there for the second time in like four years, I think it was, uh, three years. Um, r- really cool stuff. Uh, awesome stuff with him. He's played some fantastic golf. Also, congrats, uh, the new golf magazine top 100 list has hit the newsstands and, uh, you know, all the new teachers are out there. Congratulations to all of those that made the list for the first time, especially or this time, a, a second time, uh, Rob Aikens, good friend of ours from up in Memphis, Tennessee, very well deserving. He spends a lot of time in Palm Springs and up in, um, Idaho, I believe it is now, but Rob Aikens, very well deserving, uh, and congrats to all of those 100 teachers, including my good friend, Mark Hackett. And once again, I'm appreciative of the honor and appreciative for being selected once again to the golf magazine, top 100 teachers list. So there's a great, uh, magazine out there. The new golf magazine has hit the newsstands. Uh, it hit some people's doors about, I guess, about a week ago, but it is out now. And if you peruse social media, you'll see all the teachers uh, putting out the logo. So always a cool time every other year. I know Golf Digest is right around the corner from publishing their top 50 teachers list. So always, always a busy time in the teaching industry. It is now time to go to the Shrixon Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. And, you know, I had a question come from a, you know, a student actually was, uh, uh, you know, a week or so ago and it was, you know, mid handicap player. And it was like, Hey, what type of wedges do I need? Or how, how do I make sure I've got the correct wedges in my bag? And I think that's a really good question. So I'm going to start by this. Like, first of all, you need to find out how far you hit your pitching wedge, okay? Because most people's pitching wedge in their sets, like the set pitching wedge go is obviously now the sets they go a certain distance. They're probably a little nuked up, right, to hit it a little further. So you want to find out how far you hit your pitching wedge. Then from there, um, I think you want to do a good job of finding like what club do you hit out of a bunker. Um, what's your best club out of the bunker, uh, whether that's a lob wedge, a 60-degree, 58-degree, or 54, 56. Everybody's different, and it doesn't matter to me, but you need one club that you feel really good with out of the bunker for your primary. And so that that's going to leave you some gap of distance, whatever that is. And then from there, you want to fill in your wedges. But some other thoughts on wedges here. Um, first of all, bounce. If you're in the sound of my voice and you're down here in the south – uh, I think you want more bounce because this Bermuda rough that you have around the greens, it gets grainy, it gets sticky. I think the more bounce you have, the more it helps you uh, get through that turf, it, more it keeps you from chunking shots, uh, it's, it improves contact, it gives you more forgiveness against the ground when you get tight, grainy conditions like we can get down here around Alabama. So you want more bounce, if you will. I always go back to one time I was uh, – I was actually at the Regents charity. This was years and years ago, and I was hanging out. I was watching Tom Kite, and I just picked his brain on wedges. I mean, this guy's a great wedge player. I might as well ask him. And he said that uh, his thought was, you know, your your gap wedge needs to be less bounce, more like whatever you would normally play with your set. Uh, so like your 50-52, uh, you know, probably mid to low bounce would be my suggestion. Um or mid bounce and you know, your sand wedge, 
you want your sand wedge to have high bounce, okay, especially down south. He thought your sand wedge should have the most bounce or as much bounce as you could. It made it more versatile with chipping, the ability to open it up. It helped you with a bunch of different turf conditions. And then, you know, your lob wedge could be mid-bounce. But I think that as a general rule is really good. And I think the majority of you, I see folks all the time that come in. I know Jackson talked about this once. You'll have a 54 and a 56. You need plenty of spaces and gaps. You need um, at least four to six degrees difference in loft between each wedge. It spaces it out nice. You want to know how far your pitching wedge goes, and you want to get plenty of bounce on that uh, on your on your sand wedge, your fifty four or fifty six. It'll help it be more versatile around the greens. And then lastly, I would tell you, you know, if you're not a single digit player and you don't practice and play all the time, there are wedges out there that are that look traditional but are more forgiving. I think that would be a huge, huge help to you if you did that recently when we just had one of our sponsors come in and got three wedges. The new Cleveland CBX2 wedges are fantastic looking, great feel, but they're way easier to hit. And and not just as much around the greens, but more when you hit them from the fairway, helps the miss hits go more uh, the appropriate distance, less loss of distance with miss hit shots. So get forgiving Forgiving wedges with higher bounce, especially if you're a mid-upper handicap player. So that's my suggestion for all of you when it comes to how to make sure you've got the right wedges. Just space them out. Don't have two wedges with the same, very close to the same loft. Um, You know, I think when applicable, you can make sure you get a shaft that matches what the shafts are in your irons. If you've got graphite shafted irons um, to help you with distance and speed, then you need to get wedges that have them as well so that the distances match better, the feels match better. I think all of those things are important things to keep in mind. I don't think near enough people pay attention, if you will, to what uh, the makeup of their wedges. So check a little food for thought for you when it comes to selecting wedges. And as always, we've got uh, the best wedge selection down here at Dew Sweepers downtown, and you can find out more about uh, what we have, or if you need to just swing by, I'll take care of you, give you the best prices. Go to at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to Dew Sweepers Golf School on the on the World Wide Web. If you have it, go to Dew Sweepers Golf. Uh, so uh, anyways, that's the Cleveland Golf Tricks on Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. I want to remind everybody, everything you need to play better golf is available for you at Dew Sweepers Golf Show. Um, DewSweepersGolf.com, excuse me. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. But also want to remind everybody, look, if you need plants and flowers, you're trying to make your yard look better, uh, you want uh, – I mean, you need a fountain. I mean, fountains are so popular now. I love them. Uh, you know, you, outdoor water features, uh, bedding plants, hanging baskets, whatever it is, Stokely's Midtown Garden Center. My friend Blaine Stokely, folks at Stokely's Midtown Garden Center – The one thing I always look for when I go to a place nowadays, I've just become more and more this way. I guess it's a sign of getting old, but the more I'm around, I want knowledgeable sales associates and people that can help me. I I don't want somebody that's just sitting there on their phone, passing time, hoping you do or don't buy something. I want somebody that's able to greet you, answer your questions, help give you guidance, help you select the right things. And that is Stokely's Midtown Garden Center right there at the loop on government. They're the best. By far, they're the best. I mean, you've heard me talk about Taylor Martino and Rowan being the best lawyers. Stokely's Midtown Garden Center is the most uh, the knowledgeable sales staff. They've got the best selection. they got the best prices, but they've got everything you need to make your home and your garden look great. So check out Stokely's Midtown Garden Center. And I'm Tony Ruggiero. When we come back, we're going to delve into 
an episode of the tour coach as we've been doing each and every week, the tour coach, my podcast available for you on your, all your normal podcast, uh, locations, whether it's Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And this is a roundtable discussion with Will McFadden, Coop, my good friend and longtime PGA Tour caddy, Mark Hackett. Um, And we're going to sit and we're going to talk a good bit about what it takes to take your game to the next level from from a player's perspective, coaches and caddies perspective. I think you'll find this fascinating. I think you'll learn a lot. So stay tuned. I'm Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. We'll be right back with a Tour Coach podcast. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And on this Dew Sweepers episode, once again, we're bringing you an episode of The Tour Coach, which is my podcast. It's found everywhere that you find your podcast from Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to play better golf. And in this particular episode, what are we doing? It's a roundtable discussion helping you understand what it takes to get your game to the next level. Sit down, listen right now on The Tour Coach. So sitting in here, this we haven't done a roundtable discussion. Jackson's going to be so mad that he wimped out, went home to bed early. But uh, we got a retreat going on down at Old Palm with Hack. Uh, Thank you, Hack. Welcome, guys. Welcome, Hack. Everybody, we're here at uh, we're here at Hackett Studios, and uh, this was the first retreat that we've bought Coop to. Donald Coop Cooper, one of my dearest friends, longtime caddy on the PGA Tour, won a major uh, as a caddy, and hanging out. We've got Will McFadden with us, who just just <laughs> just turned pro out of Troy, down here working. We've got Blake Wisdom, who's about to play his last year at uh, at University of Wisconsin up there. Um, what's up? We got Gail. Come on in, Gail. Gail, be in the podcast. Gail, Gail. Gail. Gail Muller's here. Gail Muller. Gail. Gail Hackett's here. Thanks Just walk. Thanks to Gail for hosting, and uh, and 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 we got Mark Hackett, our host, as always, has the best squad and team down here at Old Palm. Um, so I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start by turning it to you, Coop, because this was your first time and and staying here this evening, kind of after the party. So this will make this and more even more entertaining, but. Um, Two young of two of my really good young talented. You know how much I like teaching good young talented players, and I thought it would be cool for them to have the opportunity to go out on the golf course with you and let you take them through how you see holes and practice. I want to first get your opinion of what you thought about these young guys and what you thought about the day today. That my job may not be needed in the future. Um, they don't depend on a caddy. They don't need to. They are in touch with the game, what they do, and I was impressed by the questions they did ask. That's good. Yeah. Because seriously, they didn't know, and it was simple, you know, if there's grass between the club and the ball, no spin, going to hit the ground and roll. Mm -hmm. And just simple things that anybody can make a mistake with, but I was so impressed. I had a great time. It was fun. It wasn't work. Well, the big deal, too, you were talking about mapping the course, though, how to right. walk the course, how to prepare prepare the golf course, 
during the practice round? Because it's a, these days people always talk about don't see the trouble, don't bull. You have to see the trouble and know where it's at. That's that's how you chart your route, you know your route. And and golf is about the simplest way to get around there, you know, in the fewest wax. That's all we're trying to do. We don't care what it looks like. I don't care who's impressed. We care that it's a 63, you know, and we care if it's a 75. That's what we work off of. And today I see a lot of 63s that are in their futures. I mean, really and truly. Long bombers, hit it forever, right? They got a good instructor. They got Tony teaching them the correct things. He works in correlation with a, a physical trainer that builds their body parts that are weak to make their game better. And it's just, I can go on and on how this is not just the golfer. It's a line of people that help these guys do what they do. And it's their ability to put in the hard work. And to educate, right? That, to yeah. educate how to map the golf course, get preparation. Correct. Time. Just That's know easy. every situation that you're going to come into, you've you got to have an answer for You can't create an answer on Sunday at the British well, or the Open Championship. And to talk about the yeah, blop of the wind and all the, the different wind. Let's let's take it to let's start with Will, then we'll go to Blake. So Will, you you've heard me talk about Coop. Both of you guys heard me over the years talk about Coop. Um and when I texted y'all about coming down, I said, Hey, I think this is gonna be good for you. Will, I'm gonna start with you. I want you to tell me a little bit about what you got from working with Coop today and kind of some of the stuff you did and how because it's a little unconventional just bringing a tour caddy in and saying you three good players go out there and spend some time together but you know some people think we're trying to not work let him answer (laughs) go ahead well you know it's i've heard so many stories of coop throughout the years and it's it was great to finally meet him and be around him and like like he just said he said he's his job is to make the game simpler and out there on those practice holes today just the way that he was so certain in everything that he said just made it seem so easy like each shot made it seem like it was it was given that we were going to hit a perfect shot and he that's was why just, I get paid right he was just confident. just pumping us up telling us exactly what we needed to do and it helps a lot with commitment being over the ball like I do a lot of questioning like what's the wind doing how far do I need to fly this and Coop's just like it's in two carry it five yards farther. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And it <laughs> just made it, it simple. Yes. The 15th club. Yeah. That's right. I mean, hey, but the talent that we got to see today is what people pay mm-hmm. to see in golf tournaments. You, the, you see, look, the talent's there. You were on the bag for a long, long time for Lucas Glover, won a major, and by far one of the best ball strikers ever or around right so you've seen you've seen what it's supposed to be like and as we talked tonight at dinner and things like you had a front row seat to a bunch of tiger stuff which like that is pretty cool right so you've seen what really good like is like and you were impressed with what you saw out of these guys and i I was this ain't podcast impressed this is truly (laughs) no impressed with the way these guys go about playing golf when I was their age it, I mean it was just I was praying there was a tea in my bag and I mean these guys are dialed in like you wouldn't believe so it's like they are putting their work into and they deserve with the work they put in to have some good stuff happen to them 
So, Blake, we're going to go to you. Um, we've been working how long now? I think we've been working probably seven months. I was going to say, six I was months. like, I thought it was like eight, nine months, somewhere in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, around there. Um, I was impressed when you first came because, like, you were, first thing you were like is, I know I need to change a couple things. I want you to tell me what I need to do to get really good. And you've worked your ass off doing it. And you've seen, like, what's been cool is, like, unlike some players, and, you know, you've had a couple qualifiers where you missed, but you sent me the scorecard and you're like, I played my ass off. Like, hey, I'm doing a lot of good things. Tell me a little bit about what you've been working on and talk a little bit about what you got from Coop today. Yeah, I think um, the last seven months have been super good for my golf game. I think prior to this, I would go into like prior lessons and put so much in my mind. And I think what Tony's done has been great just because it makes it so much more simpler and I'm making my golf swing a lot more effective at the same time. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's not like, I think what people do is they show up to a range on on a daily basis and they're like, okay, what do I need to do today? And they hit one bad shot and they need to rethink. And I think that's kind of where I was before I started working with Tony and, now we're at the point where I, I'm showing up to the range and I know what I need to work on every day. And well, it's one of the cool things is like you've been coming down to Old Palm and Hack today. I'm always proud of this as a teacher because he's, I mean, like every time you've been down, Hack's kind of been hanging out, sitting in. And so he watched it and we were, I think it was the ninth fairway today. You hit a shot and he turned, he turned right around the cart to me and said, Man, that's a lot better than it used to be, right? And like, so Hack's seen, he's seen a gazillion great golf swings. Like, when a teacher says that, you know, hey, in seven, eight months, that's pretty, it's pretty good, isn't it, Hack? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. you should be proud. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank but it's you. been cool watching. You start turning the corner now because you're going to be in a bigger division. Right. And yeah. Today in the booth, I Big saw a gigantic step. I mean, just with a little bit of, of a posture, I mean, the slightest of moves with some pressure. Puts him in a spot where he can't can't go wrong, and that, that was amazing to see that. I loved it. Now, what'd you get out of today with Coop? Talk about a little bit about that and and the short game stuff. I know yeah. y'all golly, y'all did some chipping over there, right? I mean, I think <laughs> being with Coop was. I'm gonna kind of build off of Will's point, but I think it was super cool. Um, I kind of have a story of we had our state amateur like two weeks ago, and we played a U.S. Open golf course, played Aaron Hills. And I had my buddy caddy for me, who's also a college golfer. And we went out there, and we were trying to overanalyze every single shot, trying to, like, get a number down to, like, perfection where I needed to land it. And I think I would go up to golf shots and be – I would go up to golf shots and have a bunch of thoughts in my head. And I think today made me realize is that you really just need to be simple with your game. I think we were on the second hole, and mm-hmm. you were just like, all right, you just need to hit a 210 shot into the wind. All you need to do is just hit golf shots. Yeah. You don't need to change anything. Right. And that's, you know, we, we call them pretty points, pretty points in golf. You don't get them. You sign that card for how many strokes it took. It don't, you know, who cares how it looks? You are a great golfer, and you got to believe that. If you believe it, you got the people around you that will make it happen. So with your mindset. So Will getting ready to start being a pro, or he is a pro now. What advice would you? Because you've been with guys like you. You were with guys when they turned pro. Obviously with Lucas yep. forever, right? Like from what you've seen and what you've observed, what would you tell him? And what do you think he needs to work on? And this is as much for uh, me. Cut out because we're going to be helping. You got. I'd give. You got to give yourself thirty seconds, maybe a minute, after something you're not happy with. 
That's your time. You can call yourself whatever. You can cuss me, cuss the wind. I don't care who you cuss, but get over it and keep on. Don't we can't do what you know nothing with the past. Can't do a damn thing about it. Just look forward and don't never get down on yourself. Like I ain't making any putts. Well, you're not gonna now. I mean, <laughs> do we take a month off now, or what do you want? You know what I mean? Just stay positive. Stay. Listen to these guys. Do. What your physical and you know all your work in the gym, because the body has to be right. And listen to these guys. And I heard sounds out there today that reminded me of Lucas. I mean, it was like they were hitting some golf shots. There was there was, there was and you could hear it like when we were backing up the different groups. You could hear a good shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool. I like that. He and I saw you hunched over. Yeah, we saw you in the hunch move. Game time, man. I love it. Hey. If you can't get into that position, what good are you? <laughs> this is Tony Ruggiero, and you've been listening to the Tour Coach and the Dew Sweepers Golf Show here on WNSP and our roundtable discussion on taking it to the next level. We'll be right back with more roundtable discussion and information to help you play your best golf. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And on this Dew Sweepers episode, once again, we're bringing you an episode of The Tour Coach which is my podcast. It's found everywhere that you find your podcast from Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to play better golf. And in this particular episode, what are we doing? It's a roundtable discussion helping you understand what it takes to get your game to the next level. Sit down, listen right now on the Tour Coach. Will, talk about turning pro. What You've played, obviously, Alabama Open. Uh, what was your takeaways from it? And, like, what are you thinking? You excited, nervous, frustrated, ready I'm, to roll? I'm, I'm really excited. I think, um, like, I mean, last golf season, my last golf season in college, I struggled. Um, and between May and now, the, I've made great strides, and it's, it's really exciting to see. And um, the Alabama Open last week was super fun, had a good time, made the cut. But it, it was definitely – a different experience than anything I've ever had before. Like I found myself showing up to the golf course, like not really knowing what to do. And it was just cause there was a, a, a P kind and, of a wandering mind. yeah, there was just a P not an A by my name. Like it said pro instead of amateur. And it just felt a little weird. And the whole week, it, everything just felt a little off. But as I got into the, the golf round, I was able to just play golf, you know, and, and but, looking back that probably, you know, was a stroke right easily and a lot of nerve and tension on your body which is going to make you tired it it definitely it definitely felt different and um i was really glad to get that out of the way get that first one out of the way and and play okay not obviously didn't play great but it was good to good to to get out there and and do it which was which was super fun i'm really excited for the next few months blake you're starting your last year because I guess this is a COVID year. Is this the COVID year? Yeah, the extra eligibility the, year. The extra eligibility <laughs> year. I, mean, I think I'm 
think I could go back. Coop me and just you. wipe it off my age. <laughs> we turn fifty-seven. You, you and I go back <laughs> join a fraternity. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. So you start in your last year, kind of similar to Will. So I, I think one good thing from Will is like he he's honest. I didn't really play great my last year, but it didn't hadn't deterred him in how hard he's worked or getting better. What are you thinking? Like what? What are your goals for this year, and what are you trying to get better at and so forth? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to make bigger strides in order to get ready to turn professional. Um, I think uh, what I haven't been able to do in probably like the last four or five years in amateur golf is be able to win. So I'm just going to try to keep giving myself chances and hopefully get it done. So that's probably a big goal of mine. But other than that, I mean, I think prior to this past year, I kind of realized that I would go into golf rounds and get halfway and maybe I wasn't playing great and would almost give up. But I think over time I've kind of realized, realized that I need to really just start pushing towards the end of rounds and, and really trying, um, because you can't really give up. And especially if you're going to do it as a job, like you always got to keep grinding. The easiest thing to do is to give up. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is even if you're two, three over par through 12 holes, anything can change. It was a great player. And I hate that I don't know who it was, but, I mean, this was back a little after the Featheries. Said that, you know, when he knew he was missing, it was Hale Irwin who said this. You know, he would learn or pick up one thing from the time he knew he wasn't going to make the cut until he finished his round that would help him win the next week. Or there was a couple times he won the next week after missing a cut. And, I mean, that's the way you got to take the – your attitude has to be you're a professional. Right. You cannot quit. You can't give up because you're letting two people down, probably t- towards 20 mm-hmm. that are rooting for you. So just keep going at it. Giving up's too easy. I've seen it happen. It's not good to watch. Let's talk about he said he wants to win. He's going right. to win. So you've been around a bunch of winners. Heck, you've been on the bag for them. You've, I know you've caddied with them in the same groups as them a bunch. And heck, he obviously that saw was the Tiger. Thing about Lucas, and it's amazing. We played Sundays with the winner that wasn't in the last group so many times that it's it was amazing. And I do think that was from a calmness that Lucas brought to the other player on that Sunday, just making him calm. And what what had, that's my belief. But what do you think he ought to do to learn to win more? Is it something he can learn, or does it just need to happen? It, you you're one bounce away from being great you're one good you know and vice versa one bad break in golf is nothing you know you're gonna want to kill yourself but it's nothing it's one break right and you're talking about a career we're talking about keep on going man it don't matter if you hit the billy burn in your first open championship whatever they call it man don't dwell on that keep going and you guys will do fine i'm telling you these are these are some good players so, Hack, you've been around a gazillion talented players out here. What would you tell from your experience? You know, you've watched you've watched Will down here a thousand times mm-hmm. with us, right? Been coming down, and uh, and Blake's obviously been out a lot. What would you? What advice would you give them for like start? You know, Blake starting his last year, which is basically building towards being where Will is right now. Next year, we'll be doing the same podcast. Jackson will have cooked the burgers. Hey, and, you just got some and, advice though, to not press too hard. And- Try to make it happen. Right, right. So, what would you tell, give advice to them, and then we'll, well start. Well, the big out. thing is preparation. You got to be put all your hard work in the beginning of the year, 
so you can just enjoy the moment. A lot of times they can never enjoy the That's moment. That's the hard part about their job. They have right, to work you, harder cause you during get the off-season. Because you have a lot of free time because right. you make it an early, late, or late, exactly. early. Yes. So you have to find out how to manage time manage management. That. How are you going to practice towards that? Get the right caddy with your personality. Yeah. But, you know, but the thing is, put the work in, in the gym and just understand like a couple bullet points. You need to become your own best teacher. Mm-hmm. Understand what your tendencies are, what to work on, a couple key drills, and still maintain your short game, touch and feel around the green. Correct. Well, you agree? well, all the great players you've watched, like, I mean, Darren Clark being out there. I mean, you can go down the list and uh, Lee Westwood, Lee Westwood, all these all. guys, right? The best pointer. Well, like, what from observing them? What what was what did they do? And, and, like, did you ever see great players that had, like, lots of stuff they're working on? I mean, we were talking no, about this, about an a LPGA player earlier. Like, they don't – the best players don't have lo- – they're not working on lots of things. Well, you got to have good self-talk. You've got to be confident. You've got to believe what you're doing. And then you got to have the right team around. Yeah. you got to have someone you can lean on, but you got to keep notes. Oh, and that's I would put a, put a journal down either through your phone or carry a little book. Just remember when you're that the good times, the bad times. Well, I know you do that, Blake. Do you do that? And just, you can just that's refer. why they're good, though. They've already that's started right. doing yeah, that. Yeah, used to do. You can now with the beautiful thing with the phones, you can record your lesson, you learn your tendencies. That's being yeah, that's, that's the big deal. And will every time you buy a beer, all athletes, get all a receipt, write it off. And you got to shake it off. I don't think necessarily you really need a sports psychologist. Don't tell Grant Carton that. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. You, <laughs> yeah, right. You, you, no, 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 I agree. No, I agree. I you agree. need it for off the course and on. Right. But, I mean, I think it would be and understand what you need to do. I think the transition that they have to make when they're in competition on a weekend, not just at majors, just in a position to win. I think dealing, you know, being confident is the way to deal with that. That way it don't become an, a, an obsession. You don't think about it. When you're confident in yourself, those thoughts are gone. And you got to put, you got to not be settled for mediocrity. You got to surround yourself with talented people with the same goals. This who's yeah. going to bring you up, not bring you down. Yeah. I mean, have we, they worked with Colby? Oh yeah, they. Yeah. yeah, but don't you agree? I mean, if you Colby get the right people behind you, no, he's you get the right people no, behind you. Either. Oh yeah. You got to have that. No matter what that you phone do. call. Either be your parent, girlfriend, coach, but someone on and off, you have that tell calm you voice you when you're down, down and out, who to, who to bring you back to, and I think get you, you back I, from the, you know, country road back to the interstate. Right. And I think it's important to like, I mean, it's hard, but like, you got to go in it and say, I got three or five years to do, right? You can't go in it and say... This is I've got to get. The, I got to make it through Q school by the end of this fall, or I can't do it. Right? Like, demands, or I'm a failure. Demands, right? Because, like, how many people demands in golf? Do, they don't go over well. Right? Like, how many? I mean, how many guys are out there? Like, uh, I mean, there's just uh, there's so many of them. That are so right? Many like many now, big names. Like you know, and they're and it took them a bunch of times. So right? behind. We need to have the resources. Out. Like you can reach out and talk to Coop. You guys can call. Hey. Anytime. So, you know, on, you're down and out. It's like, hey, if you play this golf course or mindset or if you're down. And- Without a doubt, that is the 
That's the biggest trick deal. to golf is when the down times come and they're going to come, I don't care who you are, where you're at, how you handle not playing well. Not the search. Right. Stay on that the same. It. I'm doing fine. This is okay. Shit happens. Let's go shoot 61 and make yeah. the cut. That's how you look at it. If you go, I ain't doing this right. I ain't doing that right. Well, nobody's going to do well. I want to know their opinion on one thing. When y'all came here today, what were you? What was your goal as far as what you'd like to walk away? From? I mean, I, I got to know what I got to present to them. I, what do they want out of this? And I, you know, it don't have to be one thing. It just you know, you got to be searching a look for some info. And what what can make you better? I can start with that. Um, I think that the one thing I was looking for coming into this weekend is, you know, just for to keep, you know, the steady plan going, going into this year. I think I, I really enjoyed being on this kind of, I guess we can say eight, eight month plan. Now I feel like I've made tremendous strides and ball striking has gone to the roof. So I think if I'm like sticking on one plan and maybe coming in here and fixing things and making sure, maybe asking a few questions about, Hey, am I, on the right track to complete this plan, you know? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. But I think just making sure that I'm sticking to the plan and I'm doing my right things to be successful, I think that was probably the main goal, and just to get confirmation on that. Tony walking behind him and putting his finger on his left shoulder. But I agree with, like, a whiteboard or a post-it or something you can see every day. Yeah. Just in your car, your console. A message. Just even just take an index card and put up a couple... Here's my goal for the week. I'm working on this, this, and that. You remember when well, when Sergio won the Masters, he, had, yep. he kissed me on the cheek at, in the TPC Sagres. Well, no, just put it but, every day. You look at something every day. Remember, he, but though he, he gave credit to Angela, uh, I believe that's his wife's mm-hmm. name, right, that she had put all these sticky Post. notes of positive messages right. on his wall that week and how he kept reading that, it and, and how important amazing. that was. And I, I, I'll never forget when that article came out. Um, uh, yeah, it was, and yeah. he's impressed me from day one. Yeah. Well, you can, you can get down if you watch TV. Oh, yes. When you look at Boy, he strikes. Yeah, you, can, well, you can get so stressed out, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but have positive around you. I watched him as an amateur. Did you? He was there for a week, and I caddied for his dad, Victor. Hello, Victor. Amazing man. But he was a child. And jumping around just like he did that jump yeah. he was Medina. doing that all was around Augusta no nah, he was a little older than that but I mean I don't Serge had to be probably 17 18 and I yeah, thought yeah. to myself this kid could win the Masters I mean he was just that electric and these kids right here in front of us are the electric they, they company have the same well they're not power company they're not going to take your money for your power <laughs> they are damn good this is tony ruggiero and you've been listening to the tour coach and the dew sweepers golf show here on wnsp and our roundtable discussion on taking it to the next level we'll be right back with more roundtable discussion and information to help you play your best golf Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. 
And on this Dew Sweepers episode, once again, we're bringing you an episode of The Tour Coach, which is my podcast. It's found everywhere that you find your podcast from Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. It's everything you need to play better golf. And in this particular episode, what are we doing? It's a roundtable discussion helping you understand what it takes to get your game to the next level. Sit down, listen right now on The Tour Coach. Will, Coop's question, what did you hope to come? I mean, like you said, I've I've been down here. I've been down here a bunch of times and been around a bunch of good players down here and then at other places, being around Lucas before. And yep. I, I love to just – I love coming down here because I can just sit and listen to people talk. Like I can listen it's to It's a you. different environment. Though. Yeah. Like I Some people don't to, like it. Some people like think you're supposed to be – <laughs> <laughs> because some people think you got to be watching them hit balls mm-hmm. every minute, every ball for an hour or two hours. Yeah. But you, it's, like, we don't do that. We I've, don't I've give never, a shit. I've never <laughs> left one of these trips thinking like I, I didn't, I didn't learn anything. Cause I'm always trying to listen to what other people are doing. Um, but for, for me individually, I was just looking for some, for some reassurance. Like I said, I was struggling six months ago and, I feel like it started to turn around and just looking for some reassurance to tell me that I'm still doing the right thing and that I can keep doing what I'm doing and keep getting better. That was the main thing. So we've, we've, we're putting this on the podcast, so it's for real going to happen. But Will's first Corn Ferry PGA Tour event, you're taking the bag. I got the bag. You this right shoulder's got it on it. I'll get it tattooed on here. He's already stretching. You're already stretching. You're working hey, the bands. You're working you the bands. He's working. That time off, I'm ready to go. You ready? You ready? I'm ready to bring it in back. The All fi- right, so the let's fish are ready for you. Wait, to now get we're back gonna ra- wrap this thing up with the guy who's kind of operated behind the scenes all day. Yep. All right, and he's at dinner. Seen everything. He, but he's seen it all. Everything. Big Al. Give, let's give Big Al the mic. Give, well, I'm a, yeah, give Big okay. Al. So Big Al was he played we played college golf together at St. Mary's so along with Emilio Gonzalez and way before Emilio way before golf. Emilio and obviously Born, been probably. one of my best friends forever and and he just he just came out this week to hang out we're going to make him do a little work with Aaron tomorrow to get moving and we're going to get him uh, and watch him hit some balls and hack you've got to help him with the chipping but so big Al like you've known me forever he's in charge of litigation he's also the dew sweeper LLC. What do they call the chief lawyer? A general counsel, but I'm yeah. actually not your general counsel. But no, he's um, going to be. See how he went legal there? All of a sudden, he wanted to disclaim that. I'll be anything you want me to be, but that. <laughs> What'd you think today? First time hanging out with us. First time you've seen me teach in a while. What'd you think? This will be was, probably the most intelligent thing. This, this, this will likely be the part that's cut from the podcast, is my guess. That's why we went last. We're already done, so nobody will hear this part. But the I think the the thing that's most was most impressive uh, or made the biggest impression on me was just the difference in the teaching style than than what we've had over the years, and and, and maybe even. Maybe you might be even doing something different than than even other people are doing. But I just just think back of the way we used to be. We were taught, you know, 30 years ago, you you get a lesson and like, hey, you know, uh, take it back a little more inside. You do that, you hit like seven balls that way, and then they kind of figure out like, oh, well, you know what, do this. It just kind of tweaks with your swing. And I thought it was – 
when I was and I was watching mostly the full swing part, so I know Coop took him out. And and by the way, uh, really impressive group of people you have. Very good golfers all along the way. Um, but the the part I was watching was the full swing. But so different was that, and I and I know that we now have where we look at videos and and so. But even when I've done that, it's like okay, well swing and we'll watch a few videos and we'll compare when you've done one to the other but but what i saw today was really different and i've kind of started to pick this up that this is kind of the trend that's working towards and it's broken down so slow that it's it's amazing yeah the, the, it, it is and you can stop all parts of the videos and they match up with one shot to the next and you can you can match them really well but the thing that was most impressive was really that when you saw a swing, you would look at the video and you would tell them, instead of saying, take, the, take it back inside, you would talk about the, the body movement and then you would work and, and Aaron would work on the body movements. And the, the, the golfer wouldn't hit a ball for five more minutes. They're in there working to feel what it felt like to make the right move. And then eventually they would start hitting it, and then you could compare the different swings. But it was we, – we had people doing full swings, and they didn't hit that many balls for you to figure out what was going on. It's, it's, it's getting the, the feel of the shot the way we never looked at before. And I thought it was impressive. You have a bunch of young, really, really good golfers that were here. But one of the golfers you had here was is not – quite all right maybe he's our age but um more experienced and he stopped and i don't remember the question he asked exactly and he said no i'm really serious i've been taking lessons for years and years and years why have you shown me something within five minutes that i felt a part of my body that i'd never felt before how did you do that in the lesson and that's the difference really it's the the body movement nobody's asking or answering anything i'm just talking along and we're going to cut all this i'm sure but but really you're the general counsel you got to defend us i'm not the general counsel i'm a civil lawyer not a criminal lawyer coop i would just advise you not to get in trouble that way i can find you a good criminal lawyer but it's really it and tony i'll tell you it really was and I just sat there just in awe, just watching partly really good golfers swinging. And I'd watch the shot, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then you would you always start slicing and dicing. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, they actually they, they did have a little bit of that, that they were pulling out a little bit, or they were doing this little thing. When you get to this level, the, it's, it's so small. But the other part is you weren't giving them, like, seven different things to work on. It was really a, a body movement, mostly, that you were, you were trying to get. So that's... Well, I think very if you long get the answer to your very I think short had, question. I mean, you. I think you agree most. I mean, we come at things different, different directions at times, which is why I really enjoy coaching with him. Is because I think I get sometimes probably too pivot oriented, and like just because it works for me, and turn and then as far as the middle right, of the body you know, and just turn your body. And sometimes, like I think I almost not on mistake, but like I just overlook something that probably be pretty obvious, and he's he comes at it way different sometimes and you walk in and you just go oh hell you know, do this you know, right and then you're like well what the hell why did i not teacher, you know a golf teacher growing up if you took a lesson if the ball went left he'd say you took it a little inside didn't you 
cut. And I'm like, well, I don't really know, but I get, yeah. And, <laughs> yep. you know, you'd cut one, and he'd go, a little across that one, huh? I guess, you know. <laughs> so you were your teacher telling him what you did wrong. It was like, what the hell? But it, today, I mean, it's, it's an art. It's, it, it is, and, and I think the first part was the video, that you could always watch it. But the teachers were still teaching the way they taught before, even though they could look at it on video and slow it down. They'd still say the same things, like, yeah, you came across that one a little bit. Don't do it next time. Right. But they weren't telling. And, then it, and, and, also, and a lot of people will be like, well, it's in the setup. And I get that part, too. But, but I think what I saw today is it's, it's before the setup. Way before. It's, it's the body movements and the motion and the, and the strengths to, to be able to make and the stability, shot. stability, yeah. Yeah. Well, the recovery from injury and being, you know, yeah. more balanced. You know, you can do a lot of stuff. You brought a best, you know, talk about the open with Kepka. Yeah. We need walked out. Just walked out. Yeah, you've you know. seen him. He walks out. He hits like 10 balls. Make it a big deal is going to be no, a big deal. No, remember back in the day, you had to do it to warm up. But now yeah. they know they can get their body warmed up. I used to watch Carlos Franco, his warm-up at, at, uh, at San Diego was he would walk to the 10th tee. <laughs> that was his warm-up. And I'm like, who does that, Carlos Franco? I mean, whatever it takes, you know, do it. And seriously, just believe. If you believe this is what it's going to take and you stick to it, it'll happen. All right, last thing before we close this out. Give us one good caddy. Who's your, who was your favorite person to always? Fluff. <laughs> I didn't even let you finish. It's Fluff. I love you, Fluff. <laughs> Miss you, brother. <laughs> he's the best. Oh, he's the best. Always a helping hand. Throwing my boy HD under the bus? Love yeah. HD, but Fluffy's a little older. you got to give the... I'm up there too in age, so let's give it to the older guys. Buff, buff, yeah, baby. He is the best. He's the best. Yes, sir. Still going strong. Better than me. Good player. Better than I. People don't realize he's a Fluff, good player. He, I mean, he knows where his golf ball is going. Not how far, but he knows where it's going. <laughs> you can see a little lower you get, the further you right. it. Guys, <laughs> thanks. Coop, thanks for hanging with us. I think we'll do one of these again tomorrow night, have you on multiple times. Hack, thanks for everything. Appreciate you. Blake, Will, thanks, we're going to have us a good year. Big Al, thanks for coming down. I appreciate it. And we're it. not going to edit Big Al's parts out. He was too good. We'll see you in the fairway. Yep, right in the middle. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And this edition of the Tour Coach Podcast, which we're doing each and every week, insights into what you need to play better golf. This was a roundtable discussion with a host of experts, including Coop, longtime PGA Tour caddy Mark Hackett, and myself, along with Will McFadden, local talent, recently turned pro. Great insight in what you need to take your game to the next level. Hopefully it helped you and it helped your golf game. If you like what you've heard, you can go find more tour coach podcast available for you wherever you get your podcasts google play spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts you'll find the tour coach or go to youtube and just type in pro work and you'll find all kinds of behind the scenes inside the ropes takes and how me and our team help people play their best golf we'll look forward to seeing you next week here on the dew sweepers and on the tour coach on wnsp have a great week